0: Hey, good morning everyone. Welcome to another episode edition 385. Um, What's today? June 7th, 2023. We're three days away from Final X. Uh, Really excited about today's guest. He's going to be competing at 79 kilos. Second year in a row and I want to bring him on. It's Chance Marcella. Chance, uh, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for joining us today. How you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing good, man. Thanks a lot for having me.
0: Yeah, you bet. Um, I want to talk about a whole bunch of things, but I, I want to start with, we posted a clip uh, on Instagram yesterday of this crazy match from 2012, I think it was, where you wrestled Cody Weirchak at, at the Powerade. Um, and I guess just, just today, looking back, reflecting on that, when, when you see that match, what what do you think? I and mean, what do you remember about that match?
1: Uh, I mean, um, from what I remember, I was... Uh, I mean, it was. I feel like one of the one of the most highly anticipated matches of that year. Um, uh, you know, a few a few things strike me is like I I I cringe a little bit when I when I go back and I and I see <laughs> I see that match and I see my uh, ability to finish and Cody's defense was you know incredible and um I uh you know I, I but I just remember it being a time of uh, wrestling smart you know knowing. Kind of, uh, you know, in the, in the second period, who gets choice, you know, if he does come down to the tiebreaker. I remember those kind of things. And um, I also remember it really being my first, like, real tournament back from uh, after I'd snapped my elbow at the World Championships and um, uh, when I was in, in Baku, Azerbaijan. And kind of, kind of it was actually kind of like a dark period uh, in my life, I'd say. Like, in, in high school, I was uh, – so, you know, it was just uh, – uh, it was a big hurdle to get over. Um, it was always part of uh, – I I like chasing people down. Cody was one of the people, uh, that, uh, you know, I wanted to chase down. Um, and, uh, I just, I I remember the crowd, the crowd, the crowd was crazy. We were in his home gym at one of the biggest tournaments of the year. And, um, it just, you know, there were, there was barely standing room in, in the arena. It felt like, and, uh, um, yeah, just at from what I remember it was one, one of the uh most watched wrestling videos that year.
0: Yeah, I think it was at the time it was one of our most watched videos ever on the site. Um and it was awesome. And 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 even going back to world championships uh, you you broke your elbow or snapped your elbow in the semis and if you won I, you would have wrestled Teddy alive in the finals, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh that was my my introduction to uh alive yeah.
0: That's crazy. Um and so obviously you hurt your elbow over the summer. Where did you, you know, how confident were you, not in your abilities, but in, in your, and in your shape and how prepared you were? Cause I don't, you know, obviously there's a layoff and then I don't know when you finally got back on the map, but how, how confident were you in, in your shape and, and, and preparedness going into that match?
1: Um, you know, uh, I don't think like, uh, back then, you know, I, I, I don't think I had like a confidence in my shape or my ability going to the match. I think I was uh living kind of like on, on just like a role at the time. And, um, and, uh, just kind of believed wherever I went, I could win. Whatever I was doing in my life, I could still win. Um, you know, like I said, during that time I got leading up from worlds till that match, you know, I definitely wasn't doing things probably right in life. Uh, I was kind of a wild man at the time. And, uh, you know, so, like, but, like, none of that really ever crossed my head going into that match. It was just, uh, hey, here's a big match put in front of you, um, go chase it down, um, and find a way to get the job done. Um, you know, and that's the kind of stuff I remember from that match from, you know, being like in a chest wrap and a split on the edge of the mat after crazy scramble, stuff like that. And just, uh, you know, and then, um, yeah, I, and that's why I say when I look back on it, it's like, uh, you know, it's a lot of people's favorite match, but I. I feel as though like when I look back when it was a match that you know um, he wrestled really well and uh, I didn't really do a whole lot right leading up to the event and um, you know and it made for a really great match so um, but I had uh, at the time I had this like uh, I, had, I had a kid's confidence man like uh, you know an unwavering um, ability to believe I could win under any any circumstances and I was making circumstances probably up in my life, uh, tough on myself leading into the match. So, um, uh, I think that answers the question.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to say thanks. Thanks for, I mean, you know, you were just wrestling a match, but you put on a show and it's one that I clearly stands the test of time. We're talking about 10 years later, uh, maybe 11 years later, whatever it was, uh, it, it was awesome. It closed out the tournament and it was just like storybook, at least on our side for for watching it. So uh, another thing I want to talk about is probably around that time, um, that's when Jordan Burroughs kind of jumped on the scene, right? He I think a, a, the year prior he won his first world title. What what was your introduction to Jordan? Like when did you – was it when he won his first title? Like when you were like – he not came on your radar as a competitor because you're in high school and he's on the senior level. But when you're like, oh, there's this guy Jordan Burroughs. he's He just won the worlds. Or was it the Olympics when you were like, this guy's – dude, this this is – the, the, the guy so, say wrestling
1: funny enough like i uh i actually had told jordan the story before a few years ago before we really started competing against each other um i uh a lot of a lot of my friends a lot of people who know me like know me as like the encyclopedia of wrestling like i i absolutely love the sport and I, i'm always i've always like been able to remember names and brackets and just like uh that, that's kind of my personality towards the sport and uh my first real introduction towards Jordan was is my win magazine when he won senior nationals um I was like oh I like this guy like I don't know I saw a picture of him in the win magazine in the rankings I was always looking at the rankings as a little kid in the win magazines like when I was 10 11 um so I it had to be about the time I was I, th- I want to say I was 11 or 12 I had just won Tulsa nationals and Jordan was a freshman in Nebraska and my mom had uh kept us she she delayed our flight and let uh and took my mom, my dad and I, we went down and watched the quad meet down where the Oklahoma City, I think it was where the Thunder play. Um and it was like OU versus oh man. Um uh, who did OU wrestle? I don't know, uh Wisconsin. And uh that encyclopedia and it was Nebraska versus Oklahoma State. So it was Nebraska versus Oklahoma State and Jordan had I don't even think he all American yet. I think it was his freshman year um, but I, I just met after the match, the one guy went down and you know, it's Oklahoma State, OU, Nebraska, and, and uh I went down and waited around to get Jordan's autograph. I watched him tech a guy like uh on takedowns or um and so that was actually my first introduction to Jordan uh like really getting to meet him and uh so I, I told him that story a few years ago, cause I thought it was funny. Like it was that was before he ever won an NCAA title or even all American, I believe. So, um, and he was the only guy I asked for autograph. I didn't ask for many autographs as a kid. Like I had my coaches Kolak growing up. So like, <laughs> I was just kind of under the impression, like, uh, like you're around good wrestlers. Like <laughs> you don't really ask for, for too many of them. I don't know. So, uh, that was my introduction to him. And then like, I lived at the Olympic training center for a little bit, like during the summer of my freshman year of high school. And that was around the time, you know, he, I, he, you know, he was going on to win his, his first world title. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, I remember hanging out with him then and like, and, and wrestling and uh, at the OTC when, and the OTC was packed that summer, like there was always guys in because it was leading up to Olympic year and the next year was the Olympic year. So I was around for all of that, um, both those summers.
0: Sure. So uh, when, when you were living at the OTC, did you get to train at all with Jordan or wrestle with him?
1: Uh, when I was young? No, not really. You know, like he was on the world team and I was back with like, like, the world teamers always did like a, a lot of private stuff, uh, like with like a two, three man group. Okay. Um, the one, the one thing I, rem- I remember though, is I remember Harry Lester calling him out and they like, Harry was on the Greco side and, uh, and them coming in and, uh, having a crazy epic battle and, and, and Lester was p- pretty good. Like it was, it was a good match and Jordan ended up winning, but like, uh, it, it was a little stuff like that where, uh, I just, I, I remember like dude's in the middle of, of training and like, he's like, you know, guys are kind of calling each other out and, you know, they're not afraid to step out, put on the line, put the pride in the line a little bit in the room. Um, so that was always one thing I I remember and respected.
0: Sure. Was that, a, him and Harry, because Harry's Greco, did they wrestle freestyle or what, did they Greco? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, they wrestled freestyle yeah, and it was close. Yeah,
0: Wow really yeah. was a stud but i mean again
1: like that you know i i jordan wasn't quite like he was i think a world champ at the time i think that was in between in between his first and the and then the olympic gold um yeah so that was it, that was that was like neat to watch but uh um you know i don't i don't think he was quite you know fully peaked out like where you know uh, it was uh where where people were more intimidated wrestling than been calling him out so sure
0: uh was well, you know, when what I was, I don't know that you have wrestled trained with Jordan, but was there, did you have, did you eventually train with him uh, at, at some point?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, over the over the years going up to OTC and stuff and whatnot, um, we've definitely, uh, you know, ha- have worked out together. I mean, even after final X last year, uh, um, you know, we, we had a practice match and, and, we, and we drilled together one day, like, um, so. Over the years, like we, we we've we've had a couple of drills together at the OTC, and um, I, at one point, I think before twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen worlds, like I, I, you know, he brought me in as a uh, as a training partner for uh, just like we were at the OTC, but they had like a private session, and, and like a one on one, and I was just partner for like two days of that or something. So, um, yeah, so familiar familiar for a long time, yes.
0: Yeah. So, you know, obviously when you're 12 and you see him wrestling in Nebraska and you get his autograph, you're not thinking, I don't, maybe, I don't think you're probably thinking, I might wrestle with this guy one day. And maybe not when you're living at the OTC that summer, are you thinking like, this guy might be my opponent. When did that, not that there's any animosity, but just the, the, the realization, the thought that like, man, I might, I might go up against this guy for, for something big one day. Was that... I don't know. Do you do you remember when those kind of thoughts started? Yeah, no, I
1: think I've, i I think the shift like happened probably about the time like I was in high school. Like that was like I always had like a, a belief when I was a little kid, like, you know, when because when I was in seventh grade I was wrestling guys who were ranked top in the country that were, you know, seniors in high school. So like I always have by the time I started hitting high school and stuff, you know, I had I had a true belief that most of the guys on the circuit around my way to probably gonna be my competition one day. So um, but I think the one thing is, uh, you know, it's, wrestling is a different sport, though. As much as everybody's competition, like you'll notice, like most of guys 79 kilos, like we go out to OTC, like if I would work out, you know, I, I wouldn't mind working out a ringer or McFadden and I will get a drill in. And, you know, you have a lot of respect for those guys. And it still is, you know, there's still a lot to get out of getting a workout in with any of them. Because uh, you never really know where the next, what the next year is going to look like, what what's going to happen. And. So, but I think that uh, yeah, I think that flip started happening somewhere somewhere in high school,
0: sure, and then you know, so you're having all the success, and then you know in seventh grade, you're asking the high school kids and your 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 eyes on the long term are are set probably to where you are today and 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 a couple steps beyond, and then at some point, you know. I think you kind of lost your, your passion, right? Or you, you, I I know you, you I was a tweet or I think a post that was like, "Man, I, the sports broke my heart" or, or I just can't take, you know, basically a, a kind of a, a post that was like I I'm I'm done with this sport. Um, take me through, you know, that thought process to this reignited passion and this resurgence that we're seeing.
1: Yeah, man. So, I think, you know, uh uh, you know, that, that tweet, and you guys had pulled it back up in the one video you did, uh, last year, and, um, was from when I was at Oklahoma State, and, uh, you, you know, I think the biggest thing was, it was, uh, I got, you know, it's like Mike Tyson says, you know, like, you don't know how to respond to, you know, your, pun- or you don't know if you can really respond to you're punched in the face, and I think that was that point in life where, like, I was starting to, uh, um, take on adversity that I was seeing effects in my life, and now in my wrestling, like, um and it was, and it was self inflicted a lot a lot of that adversity and uh, and I was blaming probably, I was blaming the wrestling for a lot of the issues I had in my life um you know and I I, I think that's you know where the tweet came from uh, I was not doing well um, I think most people know know my story and so um you you know like like it says just uh, I was an addict so like says everything was Self-inflicted. So, you know, coming to like today, where you know people see like a reignited passion or this or that. I don't. I don't think it's so much that. I think it's you know, I, I had issues in my life that I decided, you know, that that when I take care of all the other things in life, I'm able to actually wrestle. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the other way around. Like, oh, wrestling's affecting, you know, or is is making me make these decisions in my life. You know, it was these decisions I was making in my life were affecting all the, you know,
0: yeah.
1: my, all my relationships in life, my relationship with wrestling, my relationship with my loved ones, uh, and so on. So, you know, like me being able to wrestle today, I think is just, or wrestle well today, is just a uh, the impact of me doing things right in my life. You know, and that by being able to do that, I'm, you know, the rest the wrestling gets a little bit easier it's never easy, but like, I'm, it's, it's just wrestling again. You know, it's not, it's not wrestling with while well, dealing with all these issues and looking over my back all the time, looking over my shoulder. So, um, you know, I, I, yeah. So when I, when I tweeted that tweet, you know, I was, I was like, uh, I'm still a young kid. And, uh, and I think people forget that, like just cause of somebody like 18, 19, 20, like, you know, um, I coach kids that are that old and like, they're still kids. We don't, I don't know I thought I knew a lot about life. I didn't know much about life, you know? Um, And I always tell 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 my athletes like, uh, you know, let's just say, um, you know, when, when, like I say, the NCAA champ is normally not the best wrestler in the bracket, you know, because NCAA is kind of like the uh, accumulation of like when wrestling wrestlers have to deal with a lot more responsibility. Right. So normally it's the guy who took care of his grades, you know, so took care of his grades, treated his girlfriend right, um, showed up to practices, managed his weight, did all of these things right, so the thing in the middle, um, you know, which is your wrestling, is effective, now when you start letting all these other things bleed into your life, you don't, you know, you don't take care of your responsibilities, you don't show up to class, you, you, you know, you're not treating people right, you're not cutting weight right, uh, you're partying, um, those things start to bleed into your wrestling, you know, and and, uh, that was, that's kind of my, uh, my model for like NCAA wrestling on like the guys who win, you know, not, not to say the guys who win aren't normally very good at wrestling, but, uh, and, and even more so, it's, I love to say, let's just say the All-American, the guys who end up all americaning right? So like, are the guys who are able to do all that other stuff, right? So, um, mm-hmm. you don't see as much of a, 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 of an effect on them in the wrestling,
0: I love that. I love that. Uh, it's not. Ju- it's not the best wrestler. Just it's the best at all these things, and wrestling's a big component. Um, and you mentioned that you you tell us to your athletes. So you have stellar trained, right? You have a club. How, and, and when did you kind of start this club? What What was the reasoning behind it? And I think you've always kind of had a passion for coaching. But I just wanted you to be able to talk about your club a little bit
1: uh yeah man so i i i absolutely love coaching prob- probably more than i do wrestling itself. I, I don't know that's that's tough to say like i do love competing so um but uh you know ever since i was in high school like when i was in high school i had my own wrestling barn and like i would you know we'd have guys come come in and train like and i ran like a lot of practices in high school um uh so you know i've always had a passion for coaching and then um just over the years and I never really had anything to call my own. Like I was always kind of like the guy, like working for somebody else. And you know, I would have pockets of kids I would train. And um, it was just, you know, a few years ago, uh, probably two and a half years ago, it was, it was time to really, you know, stamp something on my own. And um, I've had a lot of help from people in the area, like Chris Balanca and um, the head coach at La University. I help out with them, a division three program, and they're, uh, you know, they're like top 12 as a third year program and national finalists. Um, so, you know, he, he helped me really uh, be able to start something for myself. You know, he's, he's a pretty selfless guy and uh, allowed me to really, uh, you know, take the reins and do what I need to do. Um, so, you know, the club hasn't been around for super long, only like two and a half years. Um, you know, so some of these kids I've trained for longer than that because they were in my pockets of like, of areas of where kids i have trained, but, uh, you know, so we, you know, we have, uh, we have a ton of really good high school, middle school kids. I don't really do the elementary yet just cause I don't have the, uh, the time yet as I'm still competing, I would, I, I'm excited for when I finally get to take some kids from nine, 10 years old and work with them five days a week, all the way up through. Um, so yeah.
0: Uh, what, what, you know, you say you love coaching and maybe more than wrestling, but it's hard to say, but like, what do you like the most about coaching?
1: You know, I, I think the thing I like the most about coaching high school kids and younger kids is the effect you can have on their life more, more than, uh, wrestling aside, uh, um, um, like, I feel like college kids, like, you know, at least me, myself, like, I was pretty stuck in my own way. It took me a while, you know, and I had, like, a lot of habits before I already got there. At least when you're working with adolescents, it's like you can, uh, you know, you can help steer that. I always tell guys in my club, like, like, my goals make you as good as I was or if not better with the least amount of roadblocks and mistakes possible right so not that part's the important part is you know t, you know I, it's like we talked about how the best NCAA wrestlers win right like they do all these other things they check off all these other things and I, and I try to run my club on those uh those morals now and um and I think watching like the light bulb go off for some kids where it's like uh you know I, I love when parents tell me like dude like school wasn't like super important to them. they weren't a terrible student but all of a sudden like they're they're in always they have always you know well, you know, and it shows me like, like, oh, this kid, like teaching kids how to be young leaders, not just good wrestlers. Like, how do you be a, a young leader? How do you, how do you take care of like the other kids at school that are getting bullied? How do you, you know, how do you take care of your schoolwork? How do you, how do you treat your friends? And, and then all, like, I have a club kid who's really good and I won't mention his name, but, uh, you know, I've had this talk with him multiple times. He so it was selfish. Right. And really good. But, uh, it was always about him, 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 him. And I'm like, dude, you really want to be the best? Like, you want to be the best a- athlete you can be, right? Well, I was like, you got to do more. And he's like, what do you mean? I, I I, live in the room. I do all this wrestling stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you don't do any of the other stuff. You know, I was like, once the last, you're always asking me how to do a move, right? Which you already know you're doing, right? It's taking time from this kid over here. I'm like, why don't you go over there and fix that? Dude's, you know, mistake, you know, and get back to work or why don't, you know, um, you know, instead of it being about you, like like make it about the entire room, like like be a leader. You know, when I say it's time to get warmed up, be the first one to warm up and, and show everybody how it's done, because everybody's watching you and you don't realize that. So when everybody's watching you, you have a trickle effect on how you how everything pans out with these other athletes in here, right? And I was like, You really want to be the best? Well, I was like, dude, when I was in high school, I had some good partners. I was lucky like, you enough to have some good partners, but no one could really go live with me. No one really could you know take me down or do it. But you know, it was my job to make sure that my training partners, it took me a few years to make it happen, could could drill at the level I needed them to drill to, keep the pace I needed them to pace at to get through an entire one of my practices that I needed. Right. Um I was like, so you really wanna be the best? I'm like, you, you gotta be able to make everything around you better, right? So that, you know, it helps you raise your level as well. So, you know, to watching that light bulb go off for kids and then like seeing him come in and, and go, okay, okay, I'm gonna try to do this. And, you know, when you see them actually trying to do those things now on the other end, I love coaching. Cause I feel like I'm a, a I'm a student of the sport and uh, I watch, you know, I, I watch probably more things in wrestling than, than, Anyone out there, you know, I mean, first, probably one of the first things I do every morning I get up, you know, I check flow wrestling. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like, I've been doing that for, you know, basically since like, uh, you know, I had a phone that I could get on flow wrestling with. Like, that's something I've, I, I do every day. I got, again, just trying to be that encyclopedia, always watching video, looking at something. And um, that's probably my other fair, favorite thing to do is like, when, I love when I'm actually in the corner and I see something that another coach wanted. And I can yell it and, or in between periods, get it fixed up and go out and watch a kid uh, get the win from, the, from that. Or just like when you run a club, like I don't get to get to every kid's matches, you know, so they might lose somebody two, three times and it's close. And then I get in the corner and we blow the dude out the water. It's like if because of technical adjustments, not because, oh, we just work hard, you know, but because uh, we're the better wrestler. We're smarter at wrestling. We, we enjoy wrestling. So that's that getting those light bulbs to go off is what does it for me, like why I love coaching.
0: Yeah. And, uh, obviously, it's going to be really fun to watch the rest of your wrestling career. But beyond that, I mean, whether it's club, whether it's college, whether it's freestyle, it's going to be fun to watch you as a coach because I know you're really into it and I know you're really good at it. Um, I, I want to shift now back to Jordan and we'll start with last year. Right. Um, you qualify for final X. You have the six time whatever you have. You have Jordan Burroughs. Where was your confidence level like heading into New York City heading into the you know the, the Hulu theater you know were maybe I can beat him let me see was it I think I can was it I know I can like where were, where was your confidence level heading into last year
1: you know I, I think I think uh, again I think my confidence level was high um, you know I think that uh, again I've been able to do a lot of stuff right in my life that when I step on the mat, I have a lot of belief in myself, my family, my support system has a lot of belief in me. Um, but there's a, there's a little difference between believing and knowing, right. Um, there's definitely guys I've never wrestled before that I, I step on the mat. I'm like, I know I can beat you and I'm going to beat you. Um, there's other guys, you know, you step on the mat, you believe you can. And then it's like one of those things like you don't know until it, it happens. Right. And I think that's one of those things with, uh, with Jordan in that you know match 2 was like uh, as was happening it's like I okay I can do this like I know I can like you know and um uh you know it, it, and that, that that's a big shift in mindset and definitely uh changes the game moving forward was was it
0: in match 2 when you started to to believe you could win or I, I maybe I'll back up like Coming out of match one, what was your, what was your thoughts? Or what may, and and or what did coaches say? I just – I like to get a feel of like, okay, now I know. Now I felt it. Now how do we analyze that going into the, the second try?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, so for me, from match one to match two was my effort level. like, And, uh, and this has been something um, I've noticed throughout uh, – one second. I mean, for one second. And no problem. <laughs> Sorry, I'm with it... uh, I'm with Coach Kendall. Hey, no problem. And uh, he's almost... Um, You know, I think I think from match one to match two is my effort level. You know, I think there's something to be said for you know when you wrestle in the international scene against the best guys in the world, um, like close to max effort and max effort are are not the same you know an amount of leg drive and pressure and an ability to stay in the middle and and mental fortitude like just like all that stuff um and I you know it was just a matter of how, how much effort am, am I putting in um I, I feel like I was putting in a lot of effort the first match and, and the other matches I Russell Jordan but it wasn't a wasn't through the roof effort level, right? Like, like from, from second one to the sixth minute. Right. And uh, what Jordan is the type of guy, like you, like laser, you have to be laser focused with max effort for, uh, you know, w- w- with very little to no mental lapses in the match. Right. And I think that's, that's more of a match two was, uh, was that, that hyper focus to, to, to push just a little harder when you're tired, just a little, you know, follow up everything you do, right? Like we see really good wrestlers when they put things together like, you know, they fake, snap, circle. Okay, it's almost there. Then they come back and they do it again at a higher rate, right? He's one of those guys that like you have to do that constantly. And um and I feel like that's where it was, you know, and and I say I I noticed that like on the senior level, like just a tad bit off of like your max effort, like can cost you the match and uh it's like when I uh, I uh, also do from Kazakhstan. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he won the Asian games this year, Asian championships this year. Uh, you know, lost to him last summer, pretty bad one. Like he, and then beat him this year two one and uh, in, in Egypt. And uh, you know, what just again, the, the same thing with that match was like very similar from match one to match two with Jordan was uh, you know, just the amount of like energy. Am I putting behind the match? I'm trying to move forward take ground and, and uh and just be in somebody's face. Um, So, you you know, I think that that's the biggest difference between match one and match two is, you know, effort level was, was really high, but like it wasn't wasn't that max. Um, And it was for match two and, and and then match two to match three, it's like, uh, you know, you did something you haven't done before and you got to refocus and, and figure out how to do it again. And, um, and I don't think that, that, that effort level was high, but the, but not not a max for, from two to three. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the difference. Where, where's
0: your confidence level today, coming in? You know, versus a year ago. Last year, you you thought you could maybe, you know, and and I think you said um, something about unfinished business.
1: Yeah. So you know, it's uh, it, it is like I I thought I could last year. I was close, but I didn't get the job done. And you know, this year it's uh. I've done it, I, uh, I've done it before, I've done it once, right, like, like uh, I, I expect, you know, myself, and I think my support system expects myself to, uh, uh, to be able to do it twice this year, you know, and I, I, that's the, and, that, and that's the plan, like, so I, confidence-wise, like, I, I wouldn't do this if I didn't think I, you know, could do it, right, like, I wouldn't be in the sport, like, if I didn't believe that I could be a world champ, right, like, I, and that's the biggest thing is, like, uh, you know, yeah. Do I need to beat Jordan? Yeah, but like he's, uh, he's. That's not the goal. The goal is to win a world championship. You know, for Team USA, and uh, and he's in my way of doing it right now. So, um, and that's that's kind of the mindset, right? Um, you know, it's uh, it, it's win a world title this year and uh, take out anything in your path, like leading up. Um, you know, it's uh similar to like my match with Derringer. like I uh dude he's tech me numerous times. Like last time I wrestled in the US open the match lasts like a minute. You know, so like have I made have I jumped levels yes, but more so do I believe in myself? Am I confident? Am I here for the right reasons? Am I doing the right things? That gives me that confidence and uh and it's more like that kid like confidence again, yes, you know, and and uh we're back. Yeah.
0: Explain the difference um preparing for let's say the US Open or really any any time you're training versus it's such a such a unique event where it's like a UFC fight. I'm training for one opponent uh a few a couple weeks from now, a few weeks from now, and is there more and I don't obviously expect you to reveal your game plan if there is one, but is there more specific training? Is there more uh technical work on, hey, this is Jordan, this, these are our, our potential opportunities, et cetera?
1: Uh, yeah, there is. Uh, and I think most people are like that. Like, for me, like, uh, do I game plan for people? Yes. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, at the U.S. Open from, like, the specific guys I have, do I have a game plan for Yes. But I've wrestled enough some before. The game plan doesn't take as long to execute. It's stuff I do. Like, how do I do it well? Um, you know, basically – since my few days of rest after final x last year like the only guy i've been game planning for for the last year is i knew i was going to be back in this moment um i knew jordan was going to go on to win a world title uh after final x um because if it wasn't me i definitely you know like after those matches like like i it, it, i just in my heart of hearts i knew knew this was, you know the, this moment would happen again um and I can tell you, you know, like as as we wrestled in uh, as I wrestled in Croatia and Egypt, or was preparing for the World Cup. I didn't wrestle at the World Cup, when I was there. Like, um, the the things that Reese, Kendall, and I, and our and my training partners have worked on our stuff for this moment, you know, to make sure that uh, you know I can I can step foot out at the World Championships. So, um, you know, as like a prepare for the US open like I never like my, my shift my focus in my and my training really hasn't changed off of what I what I want to you know bring on to uh, June 10th so um, the focus has been on on this match for a while for a lot longer than just the us open till now
0: sure yeah, a year basically right 300 something days yeah um, do you do visualization whether it's 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 Broad and just like stepping on the mat and being in the the atmosphere in the moment. To he steps here, I shoot, you know, etc.
1: Yeah, man, I think uh, you know, I think visualization is definitely effective. Um, you know, another another talk I have like I have my my athletes is and something I do is you know like you know when you wake up in the morning and you're brushing your teeth, like look yourself in the mirror and you know get your hand raised right there and uh, you know we do some stuff after practice where you know not as specific. Thick, a little more broad where we, we all bounce and like we all kind of huddle up and bounce at the end of practice every every few practices and uh i'll either take us through it or i'll have one of our guys who want to stay title and and the focus is like on states like have them take us through okay what's it like being in the tunnel let's act like we're in the tunnel let's walk out there you need to get your hand raised four times get it raised four times shake hands with the guy get it raised and, you can, and that's normally like those are normally our best practices i normally do that like after our best practices and then we they'll break it down and dance like in the huddle a little bit and stuff. But like, that's like some, that's that's something we do have to practice that I I absolutely love, love to do. But, and then me personally, like, you know, after weigh-ins, like, you know, do a little bit of visualization and prayer. And, um, I always like to, you know, put a foot on the mat before I ever wrestle on the mat, just to see what it's like, check the arena out, get the feel and, 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 and imagine myself winning it, you know? So, um, I definitely feel like and and, and, and all, of our repu- uh, all of our reps like leading up to it, all of our live goes, you know, it's, uh, you know, our coaches remind us like, you know, it's just not a six minute go. Like, remember to, to put yourself in that actual situation. Remember, like, uh, you, you know, it's uh, like last week in practice. Like, let's say like I'm, I'm with a training partner and I'm up by 10 and there's 10 seconds left. Well, like, how do we how do we make this feel more like the match? that it needs to be okay. Well, 10 seconds left. Well, all of a sudden you just, you did all the work the whole match. You're up by 10, but now you're down by one. So, you know, go get it. Like put yourself there right now. Uh, you know, I, I think those are all different forms of vis- visualization that, uh, that I use. Sure.
0: And, and really one of the last things that I want to talk about is just like coaching, which you're passionate, you coach and you wrestle at the same time, which is, is great. How, how does your, how does coaching make you a better wrestler?
1: uh so yeah (laughs) for for me personally uh the biggest thing that coaching while in the middle of competing does is like i i say all the time like i would never ask anything of you i don't ask of myself i would never ask you to do anything i haven't already done or i'm in the middle of doing right now you know and uh and i think that's the the thing is like uh you know, like the whole, uh, you know, you got to earn respect instead of it kind of thing. Like I, I feel like every day I come in the room looking to re-earn their, my, my athlete's respect, like, because I'm like, you know, you guys, you guys better, you know, step up to practice tonight because, you know, there should be no reason why you guys are young and energetic and have no responsibilities besides going to school and wrestling and and can't ha- you know, give me everything you got tonight when I just did it, you know, a few hours ago, drove an you know, or, or, you know, when parents want to cry about driving their kids 30 minutes of practice, I'm like, dude, that's short. I drive an hour and a half each way for myself, you know, and then I get home and drive 45 minutes the other direction to the club. So, you know, so there, there's, there's two, three days a week. I'm on the road for five hours um, just to make it, you know, and just to make it happen. And on the days I'm not on the road for five hours, I'm on the road for three hours that day. And I'm like, but when I show up to my practices, it's expected of me to give everything I have, right, by my coaches and by myself and by my wife and kids, like by my support system. And when I show up to club practice, you know, these parents, they expect me to give everything I got as a coach, right? Like like parents are harsh, you know. And so I think that's the biggest thing it, for me is just uh, as if, uh, why it makes me me. better wrestler being a coach is because i my the expectation level is always high and uh and by trying to have athletes that i'm trying to make world champs like i i you know it's just like this back and forth constant constant like outdo each other just a little bit every day um and obviously just like anytime you're working on technique it makes you like get in there and break it down like and uh and sometimes you're breaking it down you're like whoa i do that wrong or just not having a big ego. And like there's times where I'll I watch when the club kids do something like I like that. I like that a lot. Get out of here and show it. Um, I think that's that, that's the last thing is i have the ego, like realizing like I, I learned from fourteen year old kids, uh, you know, when I'm in, in the midst of trying to go win a world title, like there's something a young guy, kid just showed me and I'm like that that works. I like it, let's do it. So that that's what coaching does for my wrestling.
0: I love it. Um so so where where do you live currently? And I, and where do you train and and uh coach right give us these like these different places <laughs> Yeah so
1: I uh I live outside Allentown Pennsylvania I live uh like kind of in Parkland school district in Pennsylvania Okay I train at NYCRTC, in which is in Hoboken uh New Jersey like right outside the city of New York City and then I also train at NJRTC in Princeton they're both about an hour and a half from the house without traffic that's without traffic which <laughs> is most of the time but there's definitely days where it takes longer and then my club is in writing pennsylvania like out of alvernia the division three program i help and uh that's 45 minutes west of my house so um you know the other two are southeast and northeast of my house and then uh when i get home on the night's I have club i go the other direction uh so and uh we run club three days a week um so it's just a, uh, it's a lot of driving and it's a lot of, a lot of time my, my, family has to sacrifice from seeing me for it to, to all be able to work. So.
0: That very last thing, um, and and in a, a recent post you said you know they say it takes a village, well, <laughs> the general went and brought a damn army. Um, and, and I don't may not have enough time, but just any people you want to shout out, anybody you want to thank, anybody you want to, you know, kind of give your support system here.
1: Yeah, man, I, uh, well, first, like, obviously, always my my wife and kids, like, dude, they, like I said, they sacrifice all the, all, like, all their time with me for, for the sport of wrestling. Um, and then, you know, uh, you know, I have two different RTCs I work with. So between Kendall and Reese, Mitch Fine, Silver, Nate Jackson, like, some of the, best, and then, you know, we have all other training partners. And then, again, I, I mentioned them earlier, Chris Belanca and then Matt Lachman. I don't know if you guys know Matt Lackman. I he also his brother in the national finals this year okay. um, in division three. Uh, you know, those two are like, like, you know, they, they do more for me than anybody would, would, would ever know. Um, and then I do have a pretty, pretty cool group of parents in the club. And that's where the general thing came from. Like one of the dads called called me the general one time and like, or, and then and it just kept going off at that uh, we're the stellar trained army. So because they're like, how many? Teams they bring, I don't know, like Barton Army, they said. So um, that's that's kind of been the running joke lately. And uh, I don't know, I liked it. So all the guys have been kind of sticking to it. And, uh, but yeah, all, all those people like are, are, are huge in my support system and have really helped me get to where I've gotten to today.
0: Chance the General Marstellar. Am I going to make a it stick? <laughs> it's going to be your nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Stick it uh, to it. <laughs> heck yeah Chance I, I appreciate the time man I, I like so many people I'm sure super stoked uh, to see you compete out in New Jersey in, in just three days we'll, we'll give you the final word before I let you move on with your day to say anything that you want
1: to say uh, I don't just thanks a lot for having me on uh, if, if you get a chance show up or go to Florida Wrestling and watch on June 10th uh, Final X and watch your make a world team awesome
0: Chance thanks so much man have a great day thanks you too alright And that's going to do it, folks. Awesome show, awesome guest. Thanks so much to Chance Marsteller. Say it again, you can watch him wrestle this Saturday uh, right here on Flow Wrestling at Final X. As as I said, he's trying to make a world team. So we'll see you guys soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.